Limited potential. <laughs> okay, so I the car, the last car I purchased, I purchased it because I watched a commercial ten years before for the car, that model of car, which it it didn't even look like that version of it by mm-hmm. the time I bought it. Yeah, and I bought it with a roof rack, which I have never used yeah, in a color that. in a color I don't even like because it was ready to go off the lot that day. That car just made no sense for you, to be honest with you. Like, but, you, you, like people should spend time, and what that car shows me is you spent no time in buying that car. You just wanted a car. That car has four very noticeable dent, dentations on the body. And one that you received just outside here. Yeah. I mean, it's fine. I've put some in myself. The others have been put in by others. I have never, knock on wood, had a ticket. In that car, I have two, currently 270,000 kilometers on that car. Oh, I've nice. never done a single piece of major work other than replacing a timing belt. You don't even put in windshield washer fluid. Is from what I, I got that fixed. Okay. Our good friend who was on the podcast, Martin, fixed that for me. That said, I would have had zero to contribute to that because I have made every single purchaser's mistake, but I've somehow got a very reliable car out of it. And it kind of goes with what Martin said last week. Uh, you can't go wrong with Japanese when it comes to reliability. Oh, my God. You the, got a Toyota, right? The Matrix. Yeah. And the rusting that's happening on it is literally only from the accidents. Oh, wow. So, I mean, it's given me 10 good years, but I'm not going to sell that thing until I hit a million. I think you're going to have to. Uh, what, there's going to be a point earlier. What happens at a million? Does the counter reset? Is yours digital? No, it's I mean, the... Oh, I mean, yeah, I'd probably just roll over to zero. Oh, I can't wait. You're going to sell it out like new. I might just start driving more just for the hell of it. Why not? How much in fuel do you think that is? A million? Yeah. Well, what's your Toyota? It's four-wheel drive, so it's not the best. It's all-wheel drive, right? Or... I, mean, I get... Uh, for a 40-liter tank, I get about four... I get exactly 400 kilometers. It's almost like on the nose every time I fill up. Forty bucks gets me. Well, actually, now it's closer to fifty because the price. So is you're gone. doing about ten liters per hundred kilometers. Yeah. So, uh, what's that? So you're basically putting in a hundred thousand liters. Is that something like that? Yeah, hundred thousand liters at a dollar six. We'll say a dollar fifty. No, no, do a no, lot of money. A lot of money. Do a dollar. A dollar. Yeah, a dollar fifty would be that again. So about. $150,000 it'll take me to get to a million kilometers. Yeah. I'll put a pretty sizable yeah, no, Just down. don't do that. Just, just don't do that. Go okay. electric. Well, I took some time away, as you know. Yes, you did. I've... Uh, you didn't tell us, which would have been a little better than... To be honest, I, listen, I didn't even... I wouldn't even consider it that I took time away. Yeah. I know I wasn't here, but my life has been... So um, I've started. We, a new we, you kind of had gave us a heads up on that. There's a lot of things happening that would probably not work for our recording time. So I'll give you that. Yeah, I, I and you know the thing is, anytime I was available, I would have come. But it, like it just, I was not available. I have not had available. These two weeks that I went on vacation, again, were very jam packed, 
and I came back to being sick and went right back into working. I'm currently engaged in writing a sitcom with a couple of writing partners, and I have just started a new job, which is usurping all my time. Mm -hmm. On top of that, girlfriend, friend, commitments, Mm -hmm. birthdays. I, 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 I literally forgot one of my dearest friends birthdays or this first child i didn't actually forget it i remembered it but i couldn't get out of work i thought you were gonna mention how you forgot my birthday but that's cool i did not forget your birthday (laughs) i'll let you want to know what's happened with your birthday i'll tell you what happened with your birthday right here and right now there was a surprise party in the works for your birthday no there was yes there was there was a WhatsApp group that you were not a part of. For, t- from a random birthday. I'm telling you now because it has been such an ample amount of time that has passed, then I don't think it's going to end up happening. If uh, it has. It's been a couple months. So okay. I'm pretty confident in it. I'm not going to say who started that group, but we were supposed to have a. a not a. Like, we were planning a get together with you. Uh huh. And no one could agree on times. I think everyone basically said they would show up, and then no one submitted times mm-hmm. of when they could. I don't know if this makes me feel better or worse. I No, listen. You are truly, 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 truly one of my dearest friends. Another dearest friend of mine, I was unable to attend their first, their, their first child's first birthday because of how busy I've been. I'm not saying this to absolve myself. I'm not even saying that this was me taking time away. I'm saying that I literally do not have free time. This is this has been probably this like little pocket of time since I came back mm-hmm. from vacation, being sick two days and getting a couple of nights off where I didn't have to do much. Mm-hmm. And I still went out and wrote two nights. It's it's been like a breath of fresh air. <laughs> And I'm heading into a season now of weddings, another season of weddings. I have, Isn't it done at this point? I have three weddings from now till the end of October. Okay, I have two. Well, one wedding and a, and a baptism. A beer fest that that is being thrown, which uh, I like. How- <laughs> which you are getting an invite to. Just calm your tits. Thank you. Okay. I just I, I don't know how people manage such busy lives. Like I get why celebrities have personal. I'm not even oh, a celebrity. Yeah. Yeah, I yeah, get yeah. why they have personal assistants. I, I can't keep it all straight. I'm just going to school, and I guess my high standard of of what I want to do in this program is eliminating all time. Like the summer, even though you weren't around, you know, there's probably times where Matt was available, and I just couldn't because I was like swamped. Yeah. So. Like that, and I guess let's let's preface everything by saying this coming we're back, but we're last year or just before the summer we were trying to go weekly with an episode, so we're gonna still try for that. But there's we already see in our schedule that it's not likely to be every week. But you know, keep an eye out on our Instagram. If we had a magic eight ball right now, it would say highly unlikely. That's every week, yeah. But that, we're going to try. That said, we are committed to doing it. I still love doing this. I, As I was writing this episode out, I was, I was, I felt like a, like a, like I, I started to dance with an old friend again. You know what I mean? Like yeah. I was having a chat with an old friend. And it, I really think that this is a fun sort of forum to just sort of shoot the shit with your friends, yes. kind of have a good time. and Yeah, we can talk nonsense. And sometimes we get some good points across, and sometimes we don't. Which... Kind of brings me to another interesting little point. 
I we had always kind of mulled about the idea of just having sort of a roundtable discussion where we would essentially just talk about whatever it is that we wanted to talk about, mm-hmm. and we would develop unwritten rules on the fly. Yeah, with regards to the discussion, kind points. of like half episodes or something. Yeah, so I think. Being that Matt isn't here today, we are Mattless. Mattless. And being that we really kind of just need a little bit of a, a refresher in mm-hmm. speaking with each other, I say we just have a little roundtable. All right. I, I didn't prep anything for a roundtable discussion. What are we going to talk about? Whatever you want. Whatever you want. Whatever. It's funny, if you were to give me something to talk about, I would go on a tangent on something not related to that topic. Now that you're giving me, like, open, like, what I want to talk about, I know where to go. Let's boldly go where no one has gone before. You're giving me this really weird look, and I'm hoping you have something planned, because I don't know what you're thinking. I'm literally just trying to segue to the cut <laughs> point, where we would just, you know, play the, the intro music. Should we, should we play the intro music? Yeah, yeah, that doesn't have to be anything funny. Welcome to the newest episode of The Unwritten Rule. I am your host for today, after a long absence. Yes, the king has indeed returned. I am Frank. And with me, as always, is my faithful compatriot, whose birthday I did not attend nor remember, sadly. Luca. Hey, Frank. It's hard to look you in the eyes now. It's really difficult. It's been a long time. I don't know if we're on the same level anymore. Oh, you were always above me, man. You were always the guy pulling the strings. Now I'm going to butter you up a bit. Yeah, you were yeah. always pulling because you've the been str- gone for a while. You I have been the good books. I have been. And you I, know, I control the editing. And you know, I, I will say I've been I've been living it up a bit. Mm-hmm. I've I, you know what I will say this. I've been working hard and I've been playing hard. Yes, the playing has been minimal, but I did just get back. This is great. We'll segue into our first um, topic. Oh, there's actually something I wanted to do before we go any further. Mm -hmm. A longtime listener uh, asked me to give a shout-out, a birthday shout-out, to uh, his, I want to say, common-law wife. Okay. And basically, he said he was fine with the full name being said, and so... I would uh, like to extend a very happy birthday to a hopefully potential listener in the future. Mm-hmm. Happy birthday, Tanya Pacheco. And, happy birthday. Yeah, and, uh, you know, just remember that it's your birthday and you can cry if you want to. But I cry mean, if you want to. If you're, <laughs> if you're turning 25, I don't see what you have much to cry about. You know, it's when you're 25, you're like, oh, my God, I'm 25. And when you look back when you're 30, you're like, ah, 25 is nothing. And then, you know, someone turning 30, like, and you're five years older than they're like, ah, 30 is nothing. It's, it's always nothing to the person that's older, right? I, I've, we've talked about it in the Gone Gaming podcast with Aiden, but basically, I feel like at 30, 
you enter into this whole other adulthood. Mm-hmm. Your body starts to fail you. Oh, it's been failing me for a while now. Life starts to really kind of give you sucker punches. Can't deny that, no. But you're, it also brings about a maturity in you that you normally wouldn't have. So maybe on the the first round table, unwritten rule, aging gracefully means learning to take the punches of life. Yeah. The worst thing a person can do is try to act younger than they are. You know, going back to school, I'm not trying to be the young kids and fit in with them and, like, you know, pull the, you know, the pranks on the teachers. I just can't do it. I'm too old for that. And I don't try to pretend to the people, the younger people that I sometimes have to talk to that I'm cool and hip with them. I am who I am. And I'll mention stuff like, you know, talking to this one kid who is a Penguins fan. And he I guess he's like 19 years old. So he's a Pittsburgh Penguins fan. I'm a fool. And I say to him, it makes sense that you're a Penguins fan. And he's like, what do you mean it makes sense? Well, because Sidney Crosby, when you're in your impressionable years. You've only was, ever seen them be good. Yeah. So why wouldn't you like the Penguins? Me, when I grew up, I told him my story. I'm like, yeah, I liked the Penguins before because of Mario Lemieux. Once again, showing my age. I'm not trying to pretend that I'm hip, that I like Sidney Crosby. That's why I like the Penguins. But then I said, I am a Leafs fan, though, because I'm from Toronto, and my friends are from Toronto. We all watch the Leaf games together, and that's just how it is, right? Yeah, we'll see what happens when uh, when you have Guinea Malkin and uh, Crosby retire, and all you have left is Fat Phil. Okay? Yeah, and we're still paying for part of his contract. Speaking of, uh, I want to just backtrack a little bit. I have another unwritten rule. You, An unwritten rule is loaded with unwritten oh, rules. Let's just say I did some homework. Um, it, I, off the top, I had mentioned that I was uh, a little bit. Uh, I was poked a little bit of fun at me mm-hmm. for not being around for the last couple of months. I would just like to say, unwritten rule: fat shaming is not cool. But Do you fat shame yourself all the time. Hold on, you gotta let me finish the rule. But what's even worse than fat shaming is absence shaming. You don't get to absence shame people. That's not people. a rule. That's not a rule. Yes, it yes, is. You it's can absence thing. shame. You should. Look hold it up people on t- accountable. You're not woke. Look it up on Twitter. Unwritten rule. Hold people accountable. Nope. Yes. Nope. Holding people accountable is not the same as absence shaming. It's the same thing. You deliberately. That's exactly what people do when it's like when they're firing people. You were absent all these days when you should have been at work. My feelings were hurt. As they should be. I demand a written apology from both of you. You should apologize to yourself. It's the only way you're going to move forward. Anyway, what did you do this summer, man? <laughs> I feel like I haven't talked to you. It's been a long time. It's been crazy. It's been a whirlwind. Um, hmm. I guess other than having fun with the World Cup, that was my summer, basically. Oh. Watching Croatia in the World Cup. That was my whole summer. The rest was spent behind a computer and studying. It was a very boring summer. How did you, how'd you feel about the, the final? Uh, it's soccer. That's how soccer is. I, I thought Croatia might have been better at that game. And I think so. Like, I thought that handball at first was a legit call. And then listening to the commentators, I was surprised that they were on Croatia's side. Mm-hmm. Um, I guess it didn't make sense that it was a handball and that, that such an important decision came to that VAR. Uh, not a fan of it, but that's soccer. There's always controversy. Yeah. I, I kind of like, I, I like living in a world where VAR only exists to call if a goal was a goal or not. Yeah, yeah. I don't think it should be there to call penalties. I don't think it should be there to... Because then it's... When like, it's that inconclusive that it takes you that long, I don't think it should... Uh, it's okay. If, if, if basically the person 
is debating at if they take any amount of time debating what they should do for the call, the call on the field should stand. I think so, yeah. Unless you look at it and you go, nope, I was wrong. Come out. It's not a goal. Yada, yada. I mean, that's that's when I think the video assistant referee should actually be used and employed. Yeah. Unwritten rule. Stand by your decisions, humans. Use humans. Don't use robots. Yeah, yeah. There's a whole, like the refs, I just feel so bad for refs. You can't do, uh, you can't just do a good job. Like you're always criticized. The only thing you can be noted for is doing a bad job. Refs rarely get called for doing a good job. Well, it is a thankless job. Yeah. It's like a defenseman. It's kind of like being a teacher. Uh, There's plenty of thanks. I think there. I don't know. I, I think of some of the teachers that really informed like who I became and I never really thanked them. In fact, I probably shaved a couple of years off the back end of their life. They're not thanked by all, but I'm sure there's a few. <laughs> I, I want to thank your uh, English teacher for not correcting the fact that you say y'all. You all. Y- y'all. Not thanked by all. Th- thanked by all, I just You said, said y'all. Okay, well, I've been doing a southern drawl as a, a character I'm trying to develop. Y- y'all turning into a southern gentleman. <laughs> it's kind of weird that it's just us here and you're turning it's into weird. a southern gentleman. It's really weird. I just might turn into a southern bell. I do declare, Mr. Bodenkopf. So what's the next topic, Frank? Um, uh, what 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 has been the driving force behind why maybe our frequency hasn't of episode releasing hasn't been as high for you this uh, past summer? Because we had made a commitment. Yeah, we, we did. made a commitment to keep releasing content to you, the listeners, for free, and we had set a goal of one a week. And for the first eight months, we were. We were We're ride or die. Like, we didn't miss one. Mm -hmm. We went to great lengths to record some episodes. Yeah, And then I think... Well, basically, when the summer came, and it was my... I guess, if you don't remember from an earlier episode, I'm going back to school. I'm doing the whole career change thing. And first semester went great. Had great, like, profs. Um, Everyone was fantastic. And I'm like, I'm digging this. This is going to be a great experience. Come summer term... All the good teachers, I believe, get their vacation. Yes. And we got the B team, except for one teacher who was fantastic. There's a one he, teacher that taught half a semester and then a different teach like a different half semester, another teacher. So I basically had one good teacher throughout the semester. To use a basketball reference, he was the sixth man of teachers in your program. He was fantastic. And then I had a, another teacher. She was really great for another class. Um, but... An unwritten rule. If you're going to be a teacher, learn how to teach. Because a lot of these people just go in and they throw it. One teacher literally would teach something and on the test would test you on another thing. It's like, and then you look a few weeks later in the material, it's like, well, there's your question. Now I can answer that. Why did you quiz me on it? But there's you know, a, no passion. That's another thing. Unwritten rule teacher, be passionate. You know, honestly, I get it. I get that it could be stressful dealing with the same 30 to 200 people a day for the rest of your working career. Mm -hmm. I get how that could be straining. But you have the only profession where you get two months off. And a f- uh, yeah, that's a like elementary or a high school teacher, right? No, but and I know a lot of them pick up summer gigs, but a really good friend of mine, he's a teacher. He takes really cool summer gigs. Mm-hmm. 
he basically puts programs together. He takes kids to like Peru, Bolivia, like crazy places you would never go. Yeah. Teaches them about the literature from that area. And yeah, he gets paid an additional sum of money for that. And, you know, it's, it is what it is. Like he's, mm-hmm. it's supplemental income. Yes. On top of what he would already take home for being a teacher. And there is benefits to it. He does lose that portion of his summer that would be like a recoup sort of period. Yeah. But he gets great experiences and it gets paid for. He gets paid to do it. It's kind of like being a rock star. You, the thing is, teachers, there are there's so many of them that are passionate. And there's a big lineup to get in just because of the whole seniority. And, you know, when you're in as a teacher, you're in. And I like the teachers, and we have a few friends that are teachers that are passionate, like uh, one of them, Eric. He's, like, just talking to him, and I'm not going to go into details, but, like, he's very passionate. He's helping out everything he can. That's what you want in a teacher, not someone who made notes for one class and is using it year after year and doesn't care to explain stuff. Like, someone that that excels in seeing someone get it. You know, like, as a teacher, you want to see... That student that came in the first day, you want to see them leaving with, with a whole new set of information, like math skills, or let's say in my case, like programming skills of some sort. Like you want to see them a better person from day one to the last day. There's a real weird, like sort of juxtaposition that exists in teachers. They're the ones that like seemingly seem to thrive off of seeing their students excel and learn and be able to take the theoretical knowledge that they're attaining and apply it practically. Mm -hmm. Then there's the ones that take the very strict attitude of you need to learn this. You need to show me that you know how to do it. And if you don't do that to the standards that I deem are the standards Mm -hmm. to get X, Y, and Z or A, B, and C grade. Yeah then you're not going to get that grade. Mm-hmm. And that's they're the teachers that like are trying to prepare you for real life. Exactly. Okay, here's the thing with that. If we actually lived in a world where everybody did it the way the first teacher did it, even in the workplace, where somebody stro- would strive to see their underlings achieve a higher status, the world would be phenomenally better. Yeah. And like in my engineering background where working in mechanical engineering, I feel like in Germany, you know, they're, where they're known for high-quality engineers, uh, they they t- they get, like, apprenticeships. They get mentor mentors, actual people who want to help them. Yeah. And over here, I found a lot of times is, you know, I'm trying to keep my job, so I'm not going to help you out. I had one job where literally I was there to reverse engineer a product that the company was making, because they had no actual 3D and blueprints of it. It was all in like one guy's head. So That's they wanted that. And the guy knows if I am successful in my job, he is out of a job possibly or he's easily replaceable. So it just it's funny how you don't get the preparation in school and you don't get the preparation in the workforce. You really have to fight for it. That's That's, I think, a huge, huge problem with the world right now. It shouldn't be that the feeling you get when somebody takes on a mentorship role with you, you shouldn't get a surprised feeling with that. Mm-hmm. Like, to put it in perspective, when university started back in ancient Greece, the the mentorship, the peer-to-peer tutoring was one-to-one. Yeah. 
Like you occasionally spoke to large groups of people. Yeah. But all the sort of imparting of wisdom and knowledge was done one to one. Now, I understand that that's not necessarily feasible because you can't find a university professor to every one enrolled university student at every university. It's not yeah. something that's possible. That said, I, I really do believe there's something to smaller classroom sizes. I also think that people really shouldn't overly judge what a curriculum is. Really, most of the stuff you're going to learn that's super important is probably stuff like math and science. Yeah. That's the stuff that has to be taught with a level of exactness. Well, and you know what? You're right. But there is, I feel a lot of people out there aren't fully, like, I don't think jobs are being done properly anymore. An example, uh, a few days ago, we went to, or yesterday, I went to a bank to help my parents because they, I guess, they didn't understand what was going on. So they got this, basically, they needed to keep money in their account over a certain amount of money. And they took a with cash withdrawal from another account, but they which they owe frequently do. Mm-hmm. And the the account they took it out of was the one that they needed that minimum balance. So at that point, since they didn't keep that minimum balance in that account, they started getting charged monthly thirty dollars. So basically, it came up to one hundred and fifty dollars to date. And the guy said he'll refund it. Uh, well, we basically made sure that that account had that minimum balance. So he's like, I'll put it in the other account since you took the money out of there. And See, that seems like made-up work. That seems like a made-up problem so somebody has a job. Yeah. So after everything, so it's like, well, we're going to actually put in 180 because it's going to take another $30 off at the end of this month since you were below that balance. So... He said he put the money into the other account. So meaning that minimum balance would have been maintained until they took that $30 repeating that cycle. I had to tell the person who was not a regular clerk at the bank, he was a manager or supervisor. I had to tell, I had to explain to him how wouldn't that $30 just bring it right below and restart this whole problem again? And that's when they realized it's like, I don't do your job. I've never been in the banking industry. How can't you see this? And I think a lot of people in these jobs are not prepared properly in school because I think people just kind of figure their way into it and just do it however they want. You know what I, I, I sort of find as I get older? Like society is very lazy. Yeah. And then like yeah, almost every single problem we have that sort of hinders our conveniences or hinders our amenities is a direct result of like that, like sort of bred in nurtured in laziness. Yeah. Even like something, there's something very like simple that happened at work today. We've been having problems with a truck. Okay. Those problems are apparent. Like everyone knows those issues with the truck because they were not small issues. That truck even took an extra little ding this week. And today, someone decided to park it in a hut on it's like like on a tilt mm-hmm. so that the axis would take like the, the wheel well or the wheel the what's the bar that runs between the wheels? It's just the the axle. Okay. The axle would take more stress than it needs to take mm-hmm. because it's sitting on a tilt. Yeah. Right, 
I come out and I say, guys, like, why would we put this like this? This truck's already taken a beating. Like, do we really want it to like? Do we want the axle to snap? Yeah. Like, like it, it literally would have taken five minutes to move some of the dirt to allow it to sit like on a level field. It, it, the worst thing is, you know, that person is saying is complaining how they work so hard yet, like they're lazy. I think in our time away, or at least in my time away, I've become a tiny bit of a curmudgeon. I've heard that term, and I feel like I would know what that means, but I don't know what a curmudgeon is. I think it's. I think it, it generally means just somebody who's sort of like a negative Nancy, just sort of like a like a like a miser, like a very negative sort. Of. I, I got the definition. It is a bad tempered or surly person. Well, then that is definitely that me. is definitely you. Yes, you son of a gun. <laughs> I I I hope that. It's just been because it's been so jam-packed this summer and mm-hmm. that I'm just sort of a little wound up. And yeah, because oh. you realize when you're when you're so busy and you have no time, you realize kind of what you're capable of. You also you also sort of like start to see what you really find important and what you don't. Mm-hmm. So it like, explains why you weren't on no, the podcast. No, no, it's actually it's actually <laughs> very contrary to that. I wanted to be here the entire time that I wasn't. And it just so happens, and maybe this is a thing of good fortune, or maybe this is somebody extending themselves too much. I feel like right now I have a ton of really great things in my life. Mm-hmm. I need to work harder to find a balance between all those things. That said, I love being here. I like. I mean, I re- I really wish Matt was here because yeah. I f- feel like the dynamic would be a lot. Yeah, this will fun. be just a shorter one without Matt, but you know, next yeah. time we're together, hope next week's going to be tricky for me. So if you and Matt get together, maybe get Aiden or Ashton from the Gone Gaming podcast on, or someone else. We'll figure something figure out. out. But um, actually, next week I can't because <laughs> there you go. I know, but we. I promise I'll be back in two weeks. Maybe Matt will want to record one next week. We'll just keep missing each other, and then I'll try to. But I have some personal stuff to take care of. Yeah. Yeah. Finally getting that uh, penis uh, piercing, eh? No, no, the penis reduction surgery. It's just, <laughs> it's just, it's too big. The pelvis is just starting to like bow. <laughs> <laughs> you have one of those dense dicks. It's not even like no, a, no. It's just, it's all mass in there. It's just, yeah. it's weight. It's just heavy. <laughs> not that it's big. It's, it's, throw, it's throwing the Earth's <laughs> axis off. <laughs> We're actually on a collision course with the sun because of Luca's dick. <laughs> Oh, this has been too long. We we need to be more professional. <laughs> My golden rule today is to be more professional. I to be I, I have to say, for the last couple, I again I just said that like your Yeah. Your Schwanz. Your Schwanz. It was uh changing the the Access fate of the world. Of your, yes. But um for the most part I feel like we've gone professional. I kinda wanna get more loosey goosey. Yeah, I remember when I suggested doing out of this like really crazy topics, you guys got mad at me. I hold on, hold on. I was on board to do crazy stuff, and then we did one episode which never made it to air with that the unwritten rules of taking down the man, or and you guys just like didn't even prepare. You didn't even know what to talk about. I think you just caught me on a weird week, but it was a weird week. I, I think we should we should revisit. How about we ask the listeners? Do you want us to be more serious, knowledge based? You know who might. You know what? I threw a birthday shout out to Tanya Pacheco. I want to hear from Tanya Pacheco. I would like Tanya Pacheco's, or at least the input. person who asked me to ask her. The person who asked you to ask her, um, they don't want to be mentioned, do they? 
Mm. That's kind of a... That is odd. Yeah. Can we just call this person Jim? I'm going to call him TH. TH, okay. TH, you're welcome to comment on this. Yeah. Anybody else who's listening? Yeah, I'll post some pictures or something. We'll see your initials on uh, on the <laughs> this broadcast. This is going to become, what, like CP24 or like a morning show where we do the birthdays, the birthday shout-outs? Do, do you have a, a golden unwritten rule for the last little while? You know what? Just uh, kind of from what we've been talking about, you know, when you say you're working too hard, unwritten rule, everyone's working too hard right now. You don't need to tell us. We all are working too hard. You know, I know, I know. It's I'm not, I'm not, I don't mean like pointing to you directly, but there's a lot of people that just complain about how their life is tough. You know what? I've seen those people complain about that, and then like I know the person they're telling it to. I'm like, you don't know what that person's been through. Yes, it's not. I, I don't ever feel like I'm saying that my life is hard. Yeah. It's just it's unmanageable in the sense that like there literally is not enough time no, no. to do the things I, I want to do. But you don't have to like make it a big deal yes you're you don't have time and that happens to everyone i know it's it's, i think it's a sense of guilt where like people just you come into let's say for argument's sake you can't make something yes you can't attend something and you don't want to just it's it's almost like a sense of it actually comes from a place of caring you're trying to tell the people you give a shit about them Mm -hmm. and it's taking extenuate extra extenuating circumstances for you to not attend. No, of course. And like, truthfully, that's what it's been. I've just been extremely busy. And even there's been odd moments where I could have said like, Hey, I have this five hour window on this Saturday where I could come and record. But the reality is like, if I don't use those five hours to R and R, I might turn into a basket case. And and you do need that. So what about your golden unwritten rule from the summer? Oh my God, it's lose weight. Unwritten rules, just lose weight? No, no, I'm, I, I've, I've gained a few pounds. I went to Portugal for two weeks. Yeah. And uh, by the way, lovely country. I saw those pictures. It looks beautiful. You know what? I have an unwritten rule. Here's an unwritten rule for anybody who's potentially listening. If somebody posts a video of a bullfight or some potentially culturally insensitive activity they're attending, short of like, like a neo-Nazi pep rally... Maybe just let them post it and don't give them a moral tongue lashing about the rights and wrongs <laughs> of if you think it's okay to pierce bulls with decorative uh, adornments that would pierce literally the part of their body that they feel the least on, mm-hmm. that their entire lives they are raised in free range, completely non-factory farmed conditions. Yeah. These bulls have it better. You don't need to. No, no, no. One second, one second. I want to. to, This is all part of the rule. This is all part of this This golden rule. rule. This is a grand golden rule. These bulls live better than some humans. Okay, they literally don't fight a day in their life. They're trained to have an equal chance to hit the horse. The horses are trained to have an equal chance to avoid them, to allow the matador, the matador, atop their back. This sounds very personal, not an actual rule. No, I, I found the reason I was able to attend the bullfight was strictly because the, a, the person yeah. who got me the tickets raises the horses and the okay, bulls. Okay. He explained everything to me. Yeah. And you know what happens to those bulls right after? They are sent to a butcher shop where they are processed for meat in the cleanest conditions yeah. possible, most humane for slaughter. I'm going to add an unwritten rule to, to this when you're done. Anyway. 
Some people sent some messages. I didn't appreciate it. If you don't like bullfighting, just don't watch my fucking videos that I post. Yeah, unwritten rule. People are going to comment on stuff you put on social media. Don't be surprised by it. But hold on a second. At the same time, it's not like I'm... We're top of the fucking food chain. We're top of the food. We eat those things. Not every not every person uh, subscribes to eating meat. Okay, I do. <laughs> and, and as far as I'm concerned, eating meat is a social norm. Yeah. It has been since it the has. dawn of man. But, yeah, no, once again, it's their opinion. You know, they're going to voice it if they want to, and that's just how it is on social media. I mean, media. I appreciate the perspective you're coming from, and I'll wrap it up now because I can see. No, no, well, because, uh, you know, this is a good little segue to our social media. Oh, it actually is. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> see, I, I do this stuff, and I, like, guide it, and you don't see it sometimes. So I wish, I really wish we had a Lucas Cam face that we could post online. For yeah, I'm, like, pointing to my watch. I'm he, like, we he, have a friend waiting for us. Why is he tapping his wrist? Does he have arthritis? <laughs> uh, to keep the conversation going, please just reach out to us in any way, shape, or form. Tell us what you think of the show. It will be better next week. We're just a little rusty, okay? It's been a long time. I wouldn't even say this was bad. I would say this was in the realm of mediocrity. Yes. Um, on, you can reach us on Twitter at the UR Podcast or on Instagram at the Unwritten Rule Podcast. You can find the Unwritten Rule podcast on any of the major social media apps found on your home PC, MacBook, tablet, or smartphone, mobile devices. Download, like, subscribe, drop us a review. Please, we love the reviews through the Apple Podcast app, iTunes, the new Google Podcast app. You can also use Google Play to download any of the million podcast apps that exist. Also, I'm going to steal Matt's line for the day. Please, 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 for the love of God, if you can't find us any other way, search us on Google. Just Google it. With that, we sign off for this week. It's good to be back. Sincerely, people, I missed you. Wink, wink. I'm looking at Luca. I'm sorry for all the wrongs I've committed against you. I'm, I'm blushing a little. That said, remember, everybody, rules are made to be broken, but you can't break the unwritten ones.